You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 141. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome to this week's episode. I hope that you're all doing really well and as always I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to these podcasts. So this week I'm going to be talking about grief and anxiety. Now when we suffer a significant loss for some people the effects can be paralyzing. And many grieving people find themselves worrying or panicking about the future. What else could happen? Who else will they lose? Causing them to feel like they've lost their sense of control and safety. They can't concentrate or focus on day-to-day life. And often they have trouble sleeping or taking care of themselves. When all of that grief becomes so overwhelming, it can put you at a higher risk for anxiety. Now, anxiety that follows a loss is very real and often overlooked. You know, I remember going through my own bouts of anxiety after my dad, brother and mum all died within eight months of each other. For the longest time, I didn't connect it to my grief because it hit me sometime after they died. And it was only when I allowed myself to sit with those feelings that I realised just how vulnerable I was feeling. My whole world had changed. Nothing would ever be that way again. And I'd never experienced grief to that extent before. It reminded me of my own mortality and just how precious life is for all of us. And let's face it, our society isn't great when it comes to supporting grief. And I noticed that, you know, there were quite a few people around me who didn't know what to say or do. And I felt so alone. But when I began to understand that with everything that had happened externally and all the emotional pain that I was struggling with inside, of which I didn't have a clue how to deal with it, I mean, what a great recipe for anxiety. Now, there are many different kinds of losses besides death that can cause us to grieve and trigger anxiety like divorce or a bad breakup, miscarriage, job loss, financial loss, physical health or facing your own mortality, just to name a few. These losses and more can affect mental health. So what is anxiety? Well, in a nutshell, it's a psychological condition that causes fear and worry, be that of something real or imagined. 
and it can also present many physical symptoms, which for some people can be very misleading and cause them to think that they have problems like heart issues, stomach issues, headaches, excessive sweating, constantly feeling on edge or insomnia. You see, when they get lost in those thoughts and feelings, they think that they have a medical problem and not an emotional one. Now, let's face it, at times, anxiety can be a practical and useful emotion. I mean, we actually need anxiety in certain situations. For instance, it can help us prepare for an exam or organise ourselves for an up and coming trip or even a presentation that we're about to give. It helps us to stay alert and be present with our own well-being. But when anxiety goes beyond those practical thoughts and feelings, and when we find ourselves constantly worrying and obsessing about things that we can't control, that's when we need to stop and become aware of what's happening and take some steps to calm the mind. Now, when grief and anxiety come together, I've heard some people call that combination grief attacks and those emotional and physical outbursts can happen any time as the mind is trying to process the reality of the loss. But the way I see it is that grief and anxiety go hand in hand. So if you're feeling anxious after a loss, know that you are not alone. Anxiety is a natural and normal reaction after facing a significant loss. So what can you do to manage your anxiety? Well, what worked for me was making anxiety my friend instead of trying to fight it off and push it away. I would invite it to come. I normalised it and I told myself that there was nothing wrong with the way I was feeling and I gave up the struggle of trying to avoid it. I chose to face it, and I actually gave my anxiety a face and a name, and I can tell you it wasn't long before I gained the confidence to deal with it, and that's when it started to disappear. Now, you could write down your thoughts and give some reasons why you're feeling anxious. You know, writing down can help you to get out of your head and feel less overwhelmed. Also, letter writing to your loved one can help you to cope with your grief and you could try keeping a log of your moods and thoughts throughout the day. Now, one of my favourite little techniques to do is called a 5-4-3-2-1 and it helps to guide your mind to the present. And what you do is you start by naming and acknowledging five things that you can see. And then four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear, and this could be your breathing or the wind outside, and then two things you can smell, and finally, one thing you can taste. You know, it really is an effective little exercise that you can do at any time. Next, check in with your grief. 
take some time to process it and start to look and see if there are any memories that you might be trying to avoid. Think about what thoughts make you feel so anxious. And again, you could write them out or you could find a trusted family member or friend that you can talk to. Just find someone who's willing to be with you and just listen. Never be afraid to express your emotions. It's so important to talk about how you're feeling. Tell the truth and be honest. Because when you do, it opens doors for others to feel safe and do the same thing. And remember that your feelings are valid. Now this one might seem obvious, but for many people, it goes out of the window when they're grieving. And that's to maintain a healthy diet and exercise routine. I know it can be hard, but stress can trigger cravings for sugar and fat. And those foods can make you feel worse. So the chances are if you eat crap, you're going to feel like crap. So focus on keeping a balanced diet by eating plenty of vegetables, fruits, lean protein and drink plenty of fresh water. And whenever you can, move your body. Get outside, go for a walk or do some classes online that are designed for grief. Take care of your health. Next, take the time to learn how anxiety works because death and loss can automatically set off those fear responders which will put your mind and body on high alert. So remind yourself that what you are feeling is perfectly normal and it's just your body's way of managing stress. But by being aware of your thoughts and feelings can help you to stay calm. And always remember to breathe. You know, there are a large number of breathing techniques that you can do to help deal with anxiety. But here's an easy one, and it's called square breathing, which involves breathing through your nose for the count of four, holding your breath for the count of four, and then slowly exhale for the count of four. That's it. And of course, seek outside help. If your grief seems like too much for you to bear, then seek professional assistance to help you work through your grief. Honestly, it's a true sign of strength, not weakness when you ask for help, because with support and patience, you will move through your grief and the pain will lessen, leaving you with fond and cherished memories of your loved one. And you know, when I work with my clients, I'll quite often teach them a few different techniques to help address their anxiety because there are so many ways to calm, inform and change the way you think and feel. So if you need support and you feel ready to do the work, I would love to help you. You have the potential to move beyond loss and let go of emotional pain. After all, it's about your happiness and your future because you deserve to live the life you were meant to live. 
Okay, you lovely people. That is it for this week's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. If you'd like to find out more about my services and programs, then please visit my website, givegriefachance.com. There you can drop me an email, ask a question or share your story via voice message and I'll be happy to play it on the podcast. And while you're over at my website, why don't you check out my free gifts to you? There's a guided meditation to help with sleep, a grief recovery ebook with 61 tips on the experience of grief and how to move through it, plus my fillable grief worksheets, which will help you to process your memories, thoughts and emotions. So please feel free to use them. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it, like it and share it. And if you feel like it, come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. And last but not least, I'd like to invite any women who might be struggling with their grief to come and join us in a safe and nurturing group on Facebook. It's called Life After Loss with Diane Morgan and I would be honoured if you would come and join us and give your grief a voice. Okay, my friends, take good care and have a wonderful week. <laughs>